Darren, what's the uh, general state of the, uh, especially vinyl music business or uh, just record store business these days? Um, you know, I mean, it's definitely an odd time. We, you know, for about a year and a half, we were battling this massive disruption in distribution when all three majors went to a company called Direct Shot, and it turned into just this nightmare of, you know, supply chains just erupting and crashing. And, you know, my take on it and my understanding of it was the company that they had jobbed this distribution out to basically was really good at shipping 30-count boxes of stuff, but not shipping ones and twos to independent stores. So, you know, when we would put in our Sony restock order on a Monday, three years ago, we would have that order back in the store by Wednesday or Thursday at the latest. And when it switched to direct shot, we were looking at a minimum of six weeks and sometimes up to three months. Whoa. And so you would go into independent stores and there were no Black Sabbath records. There were no Adele records. I mean, it was very disheartening because there was really nothing you could do about it. And, you know, we're a little tiny record store in Cincinnati, Ohio. But the thing that kind of helped us is that we were around long enough that we just started going to a lot of the smaller labels that we do really well with and just said, we need to start buying direct from you guys. And this is the deal. And they knew that it was a problem. So, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but a lot of people were shipping stuff out the back door. They had to get their stuff out, you know, like they have their job as a label is to get their artists labels in the stores and and out into the world. And, And so we were able to do a lot of that. We switched to different sourcing, importing stuff from Pacific Rim, Europe, UK, Japan, all that kind of stuff. And so we were able to kind of keep the ball rolling, but it was still like, you know, to go to the Clash bin and not find any Clash records where we stock every single Clash record, we stock every single Black Sabbath record, we stock every single ACDC record, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there were days where you just, there were months where you couldn't get anything. (laughs) So the majors knew it was a huge problem, and the majors who distributed a lot of the major independents knew it was a huge problem. And so strides were being made and things were getting better and then the whole COVID thing hit. (laughs) So it just kind of sent it back into chaos again. And I mean, for us, it really kind of like, we've always been pretty good at mail order because of the label and stuff like that. So we just switched from doing walk-in business to doing a lot of mail order. And there were days where we were doing 250, 300 Ooh. packages, 325. And, wow. yeah, I mean, my hands and wrists from taping and taping and taping were, you know, sore at the end of the day for sure. And, um, you know, and the thing for us was we were already kind of in that, we already had one foot kind of firmly in that world. So we were able just to kind of like kick it in the gear even more. And then a lot of stores just had to basically retool themselves to figure it out. And, you know, knowing a lot of independent stores around the country and stuff like that, I mean, it seems like everybody kind of got through it. You know, it's still iffy, I think, in some places. I mean, for us, we own our own building. We collect rent upstairs for the apartments. And so we were able to have buffers on different things. I mean, everybody kept their job. Everybody stayed busy. 
I mean, we kind of redid the entire store. You know, we moved everything and redid the floors. I mean, this building was built in 1888 with the original hardwood floors. And so we redid the floors, repainted this and that, and, you know, while we were doing all this mail order and everything. And But, you know, at the end of the day, you're working three times as hard to make 10% less, yeah. you know. So. Yeah. But, you know, it kept moving everything forward, and now we're kind of like dollar-wise, we're back to where we were, mainly because, you know, like on a Saturday afternoon or whatever day it is, you know, we have specific customers that come in on specific days and have been doing that for 20 years. And they always spend $21 or whatever, and mm-hmm. now that person spent $47 because they haven't been record shopping in forever. And so that has helped bring it back up. And then we have an older, significant clientele who we just haven't seen come around again yet. You know, and I think eventually we're seeing them a little bit or we'll get calls and we'll just drop stuff off or whatever. But, you know, like the the Dixieland section right now at Shake It is to die for because there's no old timers coming in to buy it. Oh, <laughs> so, I see. But, you so know, a I good mean, opportunity for anybody who wants Dixieland to pick something. Exactly, if you're yeah. looking for George Lewis records or whatever. <laughs> yeah. so. But, I mean, all in all, it's pretty good. I mean, the independent shops are so used to bobbing and weaving constantly. That's kind of like what we do to stay alive. So it was just like, all right, here we go again. All right, here we go again. But all in all, it's good. You know, I mean, we're just starting to look at putting some more stuff out on the label now that things have somewhat settled down. There's no pressing plants that I know that are back up even close to 100%. You know, everybody is definitely taking longer to press stuff and Records that were supposed to come out in April and May are starting to come out now. And so it'll be interesting to see, like, touring really does help promote sales. And, like, we see, you know, when so-and-so plays Music Hall or the Taft Theater, whatever, we'll see a bump on that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not going to happen now. So I'm just kind of interested to see what that new business model is going to be as far as promoting records and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. You know, it'll carry on just in a different way, and yep. everybody just needs to figure out how they're going to fit into it. And also the other thing is, I mean, a real driver for us is used stuff. So just now people are starting to sell again and are feeling somewhat comfortable with doing house calls or bring, coming out and loading up their truck and buying a bunch of records and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So that's getting back to normal a little bit, and that's been a big traffic driver for us, too. So, I mean, all in all, I've always been positive about it, you know, or as positive as you can be while being rational. But, you know, we'll just figure it out, and you just keep on going, and everybody still loves coming to work, and people still like coming here. And it's still, even in this weird world, it's even more of an escape, I think, for people. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I think that's just a level of comfort. You know, some people like going to the bookstore. Some people like sitting in a coffee shop. And some people like coming to a record store and looking for something that they didn't know that they were looking for. And that's kind of what we do. And, I mean, we've just done, you know, you do hand sanitizer when you come in. You know, you have to wear a mask now. You can use gloves if you want. I mean, everybody's been very respectful of spacing. Like on Saturdays and Sundays, we tend to, like, tap the brakes when it starts to get a little crowded. But during the weekday, it's fine. You know, it's all been good. I mean, we've had one person in three weeks that said they didn't want to wear a mask, and we're like, okay, that's cool. They were nice about it. You know, they're like, I respect your, I respect it's your place. And I was like, sorry, just can't, you know. And at that time, we had like three older customers who were like early morning kind of guys. And I was like, man, I got to show these guys respect, you know, like it's, we're all in this together. So. Yeah. 
Well, um, Record Store Day is uh, kind of running in a different way this year. It's been postponed originally. Now there are three dates rather than yes. one, correct? Yes, yes, exactly. August 29, September 26th, and October 24th are the dates I have. Is that right? Yep, that's right. And, you know, it's kind of an attempt to hopefully, you know, last year, what everybody wants on Record Store Day is a big line when you come into the store to do the final touches before you open. Now the last thing you want to see on Record Store Day when you come into the store that morning is a line. So we spend a lot of our time during the day figuring out the best way to go about this. And I think what we're going to probably do is starting a month out, you know, when you come into the shop, put your name in the box, and we are just going to draw random allotments of 10 people you know, eight people every 45 minutes. That makes sense. And just like, and that's the way it is, you know, and if you don't like it, then roll the dice somewhere else or whatever. Like, I mean, and we've bounced that off to a couple of customers. Like, what do you think of this idea? And they're like, there's no surefire answer to it. I mean, we could just not open and just put everything online for local pickup only and do that. Or so we're just kind of bouncing it off and, a lot of stores are exchanging ideas, and I mean, we've also thought about just not being open at all and putting stuff out throughout the week. It's just, like I said, you always want to line when you walk into your business, but now you don't. You can't, yeah. <laughs> so, what a predicament. And trying, and trying to message that out in a way where people get it, because yeah. no matter how much you send it out on social media and newsletters and Facebook pages and our homepage there's still going to be people that it's not going to reach and there's going to be people that morning that are lined up. And so I don't know. I think I'm going to spend some time can just call the other shops, call Michael out at everybody's and Terry and those guys out at plaid room and stuff and just say, how are you guys going to do this? Just to maybe try and get everybody somewhat on the same page. I think that'd be a great idea together. You know what I mean? A great idea, you know? And so then everybody is doing the same thing because nobody wants to be that store where, and people are very attentive to that. You know, now Mm -hmm. I've definitely seen people keep their space and all that kind of stuff and nothing's worth, no records worth getting your mom sick for or whatever. You got that right. You know, so. Well, good luck with all this, Darren. Thank you. It'll be fun. No matter what, we'll figure out some kind of fun aspect to it. (laughs) No doubt you will. Been chatting with Darren Blaze from uh, Shake It Records, and we'll put a a link on WVXU.org to uh, get all the scoop on uh, Shake It Records. And the, uh, again, Record Store Day is coming up in August and September. And for Around Cincinnati, I'm Brian O'Donnell. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything they say the time's supposed to heal you but i ain't done much healing hello can you hear me i'm in california dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet There's such a difference between us 
Surround 